The Progressive Voice of Minnesota. That is Dury, and that's the first song I heard from them. The second I heard it, I said, my goodness, that band is going to be huge. They are amazing. A great story. We'll talk about that once again with Austin Dury, who's kind enough to join us from the band Dury. Down, Are you down in beautiful Burnsville right now? I am, correct. <laughs> yep. Thank you very much. I appreciate the time. Yeah, no problem. Good to be here. Good to have you here. Uh, I want to just start off by talking about how tickled pink I am about you guys and the success you guys are starting to have here. And it's really getting undeniable. Getting national airplay, big tour coming up here later on. Got the big EP coming out later, but later on. You know, you've been in bands a long time. This is this is new territory for you uh, as well as your sister, right? Correct. Yeah. You know, I, I, I did a lot of bands on my own, like since I was... 16 i've been out there uh playing shows and and grinding on tour and trying to make something happen and uh nothing even close to anything like this has happened before so it's been a long been a long uh long journey but uh but we are pumped to be here now austin you we when we had you on the last time we talked about the fact that you guys this was kind of a, a quirk of the pandemic you were back home your current band basically their tour was canceled your your sister and yourself start writing some music just to kind of get through the day, and you start doing some catchy TikTok videos. Those explode, but I think there's going to you need to write a textbook because there's a lot of people that put out TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that, but they can't make that jump to what you guys are doing now, which is becoming more than just a social media entity, becoming actual you know, rock stars, band, a rock band that's moving around the country and doing this, that, I, I, I don't know how to even ask the question because, I mean, that's got to be something that's new territory for you as well. You've just managed it incredibly well. Yeah, you know, I, I think that um, uh, we had a kind of a unique situation where I had all the, all the years of grinding it out and, and all that background already that a lot of, a lot of folks that pull up on TikTok and stuff don't don't necessarily have and so that so it was it was nice to be able to kind of combine those worlds and use the use the strength of of you know the kind of getting a handle on the social media stuff uh to promote the you know the shows and 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 the booking and all that kind of stuff and and uh getting a good team together and, and having all the people behind you that uh only kind of comes through experience of really going out yourself for so long and you you did you build a team let's talk a little bit because it's Oz, it's yourself and your sister uh and, and by the way do you give her crud all the time about it? it's like you don't even know what this is like <laughs> I, you don't know what it's like to be a struggling artist you kind of stumbled into this thing upwards <laughs> yeah no yeah she uh i tell her all the time she uh kind of skipped the uh Skip to the paying your dues period, but uh, but I paid enough for both of us, so it's fine. <laughs> the uh, you you built your band. Who's who? The rest of the people playing with you when you guys go up on stage? Yeah, so uh, uh, so uh, in the pandemic, uh, my wife actually learned bass. She oh. just picked it up and started learning covers, and and then when it was time to go, it's like, hey, you know bass. So so she plays bass for us, and then uh, and then uh, a longtime friend of mine. Uh, uh, Dane Hoppy plays drums. My wife's name is Ashley. Um, and, uh, yeah, and that's the whole crew. So just a tight four, you know, three of us are, are Durys. Uh, so it's pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty tight knit little crew. 
you did something as well that I, I find to be amazing is that you embrace social media, but you also embrace just classic rock. I mean, it's you, you guys are rockers, and that's and that's and it's something that you, you don't have to be fancy, you don't have to be keyboards, you don't have to be this. You just can put out some just good rock songs, and you guys did that. And and I imagine that's one of the reasons why it's nice to have like four person band. You don't you can kind of get that sound out there, and you can really rock with that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, my um, my other band was like a lot heavier, a lot more like um, you know heavier rock music. And uh, and when when Derry started, I was kind of trying to shed some of that and going a little more like poppy, doing more synth kind of stuff like that. And then and then Who's Laughing Now is the one that 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 hit, and that one's like a straight up rock song. So I was like, okay, I guess that's like the direction it happens to be, just like what I know how to do best. So so yeah, rock has, seems to be the name of the game now. Uh, Suburban Legend, that's going to be the album. Pre-order that right now, and I can you go to DuryMusic.com. You can go on pretty everywhere. I mean, I, I I got it downloaded on iTunes. I'm waiting for the rest of the album to come on out at this point. So the the you got the album coming on out. How hard was it? How much did you go back and, like, uh, uh, who's laughing now? Did you have to go back and revisit when you went to engineer it on the album? Yeah, so we actually, um, with Who's Laughing Now specifically, actually uh, – uh, started over completely um, on that song, uh, just because we wanted to get some some feel things. Done. We ended up actually speeding up the song a little bit and some things like that. Um, and uh, and I, I think it definitely benefited from like like the fact that we played it on tour for like a year and then re-recorded it. Like that kind of tightness and knowledge of the song and stuff really helps you, you know, build a recording that's like the best it can be. And uh, and yeah, for a couple of the songs on the album, we uh, were like revisited old older songs that we kind of put out you know totally independent before uh and and we got to kind of work with uh with bigger name you know engineers and stuff like that and really dial things in so so the record is going to be uh is going to be really really polished and and really nice i think we i think we made something uh something really special so i think it's gonna be sweet well and that's got to be fun for you too to go in there and have good engineers and 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 getting uh, where, where did you record this at if i can ask uh, yeah. So, and you know, I've been uh, I've been working with my friend um, Jack Vondrashek for for years, just in his in his basement studio or whatever. Uh, he's the one that did did everything before. We actually recorded all the new stuff in the same studio, and then just sent it off to uh, to some you know uh, you know Grammy winning uh, <laughs> engineers and stuff after that. So so yeah, same the same process looks like it always has been. Of just kind of a couple of buds hanging out, tweaking things. In the basement, trying to you know make something special, and then uh, and then uh, with a little extra little extra polish on top, uh, and and sounding clean, yeah, very clean. The um, when, when you get the um, uh, the band uh, in in the rest of the songs that are on this album here, what you know when you realize okay, we need to do this uh, this LP. How many songs did you you say okay, we have to write these many songs and talk about that process a little bit. Uh, you know, I, so I'm kind of a, uh, like songwriting machine. Uh, no joke, we, by, no joke. By, <laughs> by the time we, uh, by the time we had to like, okay, it's like, we're doing an album. What's it going to be? Uh, I had like, I think 18 songs ready. Wow. So we actually had to strip it back. Um, so we, you know, cut a bunch of songs, um, to, to get it. And it was nice. Cause it was like, it wasn't like we, okay, we got to pump out one more. It was like, we have to pick the best of the best of what we've already done so it was it was nice to uh yeah just like to have the room within our library to just like only pick the best songs 
this is what the album is. And then, uh, yeah. And then, and then move on from there. I have a theory on why your lyrics and your songs resonate more than just within your age group, your sister's age group, who's younger than you. And I, I mean, I can be an old old guy, and I listen to your stuff, and I and I love it. And that is something you guys talk about a little bit uh, before about the fact that you're kind of the tail end of the millennials. Your sister is kind of the beginning of the generation Zers, and because of that, and because of your basically unapologetic lyrics. And, you know, very straightforward, relatable, not trying to, to candy coat anything. I, I think that's what happens is because you're because you're kind of multi-generational because of that and your your straightforward nature of writing, you end up creating songs which are relatable for people from 70 down to seven. Yeah, um, you know, I uh, I always say, like, when we're writing, we're like literally like 90 percent of this is like fully biographical writing like it's literally just about our own lives and our own experiences and and we've you know lived very like you know normal like suburban like you know mid-lower class lives that it, it ends up being a you know wide pool of, of relatability just because it's like we're just normal people <laughs> <laughs> well and it doesn't but that, that's the thing is and you can't change that and i think maybe because of how you you emerged into to stardom and and there's other bands in this town right now i'll, I'll point to gully boys as well that you just you know you kind of build yourself up and you're just who you are and that is not something there i think there there's too many times a band will go out there and i'm not going to say any names but they'll go out there and they're they're either trying to talk to one specific generation or they're just they're trying to become something that they're not and it just doesn't work Whereas what you're doing, I think your honesty is the best policy sort of thing. It's just you go out there and this is what we had to do. I remember these crap jobs. I remember my parents giving me bad advice. And that's what it is because I can remember my parents giving me bad advice. And like, so it becomes incredibly relatable. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, part of what we wanted to do as, as this whole thing kind of scaled up was um, we really wanted to keep a close uh, hold on the reins as far as like all of our all of our creative vision stuff and like, um, like, like we still make all of our own videos and we still like, re you know, design our own merch and make our own, you know, even we could hire those things out now, but I feel like that would lose some of like the identity of the band. And so we're really trying to hold on to that, um, that authenticity, uh, in all of it. So we're, we're, we're keeping it all close, working really hard and, and just trying to, you know, make it all distinctly that you know, Dury brand. Where did you film coming of age, that video? Because it's, what's funny is this, is it's, it's a video about the dystopian nature of office work. So did you just go to someone, Hey, your office looked really crappy. Can we film here? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually. Uh, so uh, we actually filmed that with our older brother. Uh, so there's, there's two more brothers in the Dury family. And, uh, and one of them has a very, uh, a very officey office job. Um, and, uh, and yeah, uh, he, he ended up like talking to his bosses and getting all the clearance and stuff to like come in on the weekend and like use the whole space. And, and he ended up being like one running around with a camera on his back. Like, you know, he'd never done anything like that before, but we're like, Hey, <laughs> these hallways look good for running. Let's try it. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, it, it, it came out really, really fun, really great to, to work with just the three of us, like as the, you know, film crew, that's, that's all we had to work with and, and, you know, made something really fun. 
I, I, I'll, I'll cover for you. Whoever that office building was, you guys are great. Way to go. Good for you. You're they, part are, of, they are great. <laughs> you're part of we, Minneapolis we, uh, history. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, we, uh, uh, we, we joke about, I can say who, I can say who, who the office is. Uh, uh, we joke about how it's, uh, it's the children's cancer research fund is like, that's the office. Okay. And so we're like, this is awesome. They're great. And then we're like, but the song is like about like quitting your bad jobs. Like that's not, we don't want that to like apply to this because that's a good job. That's like a noble, like <laughs> that's a good thing. But, uh. But whatever, we're hoping not too many people make that uh, association. <laughs> we, we, we will we will help you in any way possible for a fundraiser for that organization to help them out in the future, <laughs> for sure. Great. Austin Dury joining us. The band is Dury. I got to talk a little bit as well about success because, and like I said, Tickle Pink, man. Dude, the first time I heard you, first like first lyric I heard is like, okay, who are these guys? And I, you say to yourself, can you please make this band successful because they deserve it because you're good. You're getting national play now. I think you're picked up on Sirius XM. They're playing it. Of course, you got a lot of local play here. Um, you're getting national play. And then your tours, you actually went on a tour, I think it was earlier this year, and you sold out a few of the shows. Uh, in, I think it was in Chicago. Um, and I can't remember whether there was, I think Minneapolis, you sold out shows, of course. But you, you're, you're resonating. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a wild, wild journey. We, uh, we just booked our first show, uh, first international show. We're playing in London in September. That's going to be sweet, um, and uh, yeah, it's been it's been a wild snowball effect of really like honestly, it's a lot of just fans picking it up and spreading the word, and 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 radio people hearing it, you know, and and just picking it up and doing it, and it's been it's been a, a very natural process, which has been really cool. And there, I can say this because I know I got a shocking, weird amount of people in London, in England that listen. Go see them. There's going to be at Oslo in England on September 21st. You do not want to miss this show. The you as well, though. Um, this next tour you're doing, and it really kicks off in the U.S. in November. Here's where mm-hmm. I can tell you guys are on a very good trajectory. Nothing against the previous tour. You had Chicago. I think Pittsburgh was in there. Uh, Houston was in there. But you look at the city lineup on this one. Portland, San Francisco, L.A., San Diego, Kansas City, London, England, uh, You know, Denver, Detroit, you're Boston, New York. You are playing every major metro area now, and that is a huge good sign for you guys because that means the interest for you, now it's the big cities want to see you. Yeah, definitely. The, uh, this is pretty much... Almost all of this, these places, this is our second time hitting them, and uh, and our our first tour, not this last tour, but the one before it, we we hit all these same markets already, and uh, and we sold out a little over fifty percent of the shows. Wow. So, uh, so now we've upscaled all the venues to uh, be a little higher capacity, and we're kind of trying to hit that mark again. And and, uh, and yeah, so yeah, we're hoping that everyone, you know. Everyone who came last time brings a friend next time, and we can, uh, you know, pack the place again. <laughs> it would be awesome if we could sell out your tour. That would be awesome. Very Taylor Swift. Nice. Yeah, very, very, yeah. Very, 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 Without the Ticketmaster things. Yeah, without the, the problems with Ticketmaster. But, no, you get to – this is fantastic. I can't tell you. It's, I'm so glad to see you there. Uh, you're Like I said, getting the national play, got the album out. And once again, I, I want to encourage everyone uh, that if you are uh, you know looking for some good music, uh, they've got – you can pre-order Suburban Legend right now. By the way, where's the Yellow House? Where was that where you took the pictures? Uh, that was uh, – we. it was a house that uh, my wife and I just found driving around. <laughs> uh, it just happened to be very, like, 
cartoonish and like perfectly symmetrical. We ended up like knocking on the door, being like, "Hey, this is weird, but can we take pictures of your house?" Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, yeah, the deal was we could take pictures if we uh, gave them a vinyl when it comes out. So we're like, "Okay, wow. that is a good." Good deal. <laughs> wow. You know, if, I, if this album does what I think it's going to be, that's going to be kind of an iconic house, so good for them. Uh, Suburban yeah. Legend, when, when is officially the album out? Uh, the album comes out on September 8th, I believe. All right. The tour comes up. Uh, you're doing London the end of September. You're doing the U.S. Mm-hmm. tour. Kicks off in early November. Uh, I see you're playing Hastings this summer. You, you got some shows in Minneapolis coming up as well? We do. We, we can't totally announce it yet but i'll just say uh we're planning like the the album release party is going to be uh is going to be in minneapolis uh in sometime in that frame oh we'll be announcing it pretty soon but uh but uh, it's going to be like the biggest show of our lives so so don't worry minneapolis we're, we didn't forget about you we just can't quite announce it yet the hometown but, uh, jamboree we'll there. yeah there yep absolutely all my best to taryn uh and 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 yourself my your your wife your band all on this you know i'm a huge fan i think you guys are sensational i couldn't be happier for you i'm so glad you guys are getting the success that you so deserve and please keep it up because i'll tell you what i think that you're going to have longevity because this your music is really really good so i appreciate the time austin thank you so much thanks for having me been great my pleasure austin dury from the band dury playing us out will uh why not this is a coming of age this is uh, the where they filmed it in the office park. This is a fantastic song. There's a playing us out on uh, this interview. We'll come back, wrap up the first hour. It's the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950. Fantasize about the end of the day Just to wake up anew